Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. A Wednesday morning get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, it's me, Jody Mack, in for your boy, Bill Ryder. Fear not, the Ryder be back. Uh, just got his stead for the next two hours here on CBS Sports Radio. And it's a good thing for me because we got plenty to talk about. And I will do just that with you. We've got uh, one good guest planned. Steeler fans, you want to stay tuned because we're going to talk about the quarterback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, with Charlie Batch a little bit uh, later in the show. Looking forward to doing that. Uh, And we will talk about quarterbacks plenty today here in the NFL because we've got two weeks under our belt to evaluate and teams have questions and or hopefully answers at the quarterback position this early in the season. Uh, But we will put the National Football League and college football to the side. We're not uh, pushing them too far aside, but aside for just a second. Because the first thing we should talk about here today is uh, that Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run yesterday. The next one is the big one because it ties him with Roger Maris for the most ever hit in American League se- in an American League season. Oh, for a long time, Babe Ruth 60 stood the test of time as the most ever by in either league. Didn't matter uh, back then. And uh, the same for Roger Maris, but a couple of NL guys kind of went by them during the steroid era, uh, the, six, the total of 61. But the uh, judge got a bunch of games left. They get number 61 and or 62, which will give him the most ever in the history of an American League season. And we really need to give him his props for what he's accomplished this season because uh, I'm guilty of this. Uh, fans are guilty of this. Everybody's guilty of this for the for the most part. Um, and you really do need to try and keep it in a proper perspective. You should always ac- uh, compare an accomplishment. And Aaron Judge hitting his 60th home run last night certainly was an accomplishment. In reference to what everyone else is doing at that time in baseball, in football, in basketball, it doesn't matter what sport you're talking about, but too many times 
and I just did it myself because I comped what Aaron Judge did to Babe Ruth and Roger Maris because those were the guys who held the record for most home runs in a season for all low, those many, low those many years. But the game changes, and the way the game is played changes. So it is never a perfect comparison. We still make it, and we should, but some people don't pick up on the nuance. And the nuance is the game has changed. And the game has even changed here in 2023, uh, 2022, heading toward 2023. If you go back one year, two years, three years, the way that Major League Baseball is played, what the teams are trying to get their players to do has changed drastically from just the previous five years and certainly the previous 10 and the 15 or 20. Oh, my God, it's a different game. And now, yes, we're drifting into the steroid era, which is a whole nother conversation. But the last couple of years in baseball, it has truly been about the home run, the strikeout, the walk. And it is still kind of in place this year. Team batting averages aren't what they usually are. They're down across the board in the entire sport. Teams just don't hit players. Uh, players start. Teams get the results. They don't hit for average the way they used to. And the biggest reason that we all believe that that was the case was because, well, everybody's swinging for the home run. It's all about launch angle. It's all about getting the ball up in the air. The analytics tell you something that uh, Earl uh, Weaver, the former famous manager of the Baltimore Orioles, knew uh, decades ago, three-run homers are the greatest thing on the planet. (laughs) You get three runs home in one swing. But the problem with the three-run homer in today's game is you actually need to get two guys on base which if they're not getting their via walk, they're not getting there often by getting base hits because Major League Baseball just doesn't do that. Uh, so the last several years, there have been a lot of guys that have hit 40 home runs, some 50 home run seasons, not so much 60, but people hitting 40 and 50. Aaron Judge is already to 60. He is so far distanced, his next home run competitor in the American League, it's borderline laughable. Kyle Schwarber last night for the Phillies hit his 40th home run, which leads the National League and number two overall in baseball. So Aaron Judge has taken the competition and he's lapped him. He's put him in the rearview mirror and you can't even see your closest competitor. That's the kind of season that Aaron Judge is having, and he is the runaway, going to be the runaway winner, the MVP of the National League. And I'm sorry. I know we got some Yankee haters out there. I'm, I'm a New York guy. I did New York radio. I still do it infrequently anymore these days, but I still do it every once in a while. Uh, and I've enjoyed talking to Yankee fans and Yankee haters for all these years because, yes, oh, there, there's, there's a great number of both. Uh, the Yankee fans uh, sitting up there on that pedestal with all those world championships, although they've been few and far between the last couple of decades. Ooh, does that make me a hater? No, it just makes me a guy who can uh, remember the uh, results of, uh, over the last several decades. Um, and then you have the uh, 
green-eyed monster, the jealous fans who don't have 27 championships to talk about, who hate the Yankees because they've got a lot of money to spend and are very willing and able to spend it. They certainly were under Steinbrenner, the father, not as much under Steinbrenner, the son, but it's not like the Yankees are running on a shoestring budget either. They still are always one of the top spending teams in all of baseball. But it, it's been a while since they won a championship, and they want to do so again this year. And at one point, it looked like, oh, you just go ahead, write it in, Dodger Yankees World Series. Well, the Astros have gone by the Yankees like they're standing still as far as overall uh, wins go. And if the Yankees are going to beat the Astros in a postseason series this year to get back to the World Series, they're going to have to do so uh, in Houston, where the Astros will have home field advantage. But... Aaron Judge has had a phenomenal season, just a stone-cold phenomenal season, and give the guy his props for what he's been able to accomplish, which is in a year, and again, keeping it narrow-focused on what we are looking at right now, which we should, just 2022, no one else is doing what this guy is doing when it comes to hitting home runs. We had the only the second player in baseball go past 40 last night, and Aaron Judge went past 60. So props to Aaron Judge, and I don't know if it's ironic or if it's fitting. You you guys can tell me, and you should know this by now whenever I hop here on uh, CBS Sports Radio. I like to go to the phones. I know Billy R. doesn't always get a whole lot of calls. It doesn't take a whole lot of calls. I'm very willing and able to do that, so I'm going to give you the telephone number bright and early here. We've got our one guest plan, top of hour number two. Um, but uh, I, I like to hear from you guys, and I will certainly hear from any of the uh, uh, individuals who want to uh, give Judge the credit. I think he um, deserves uh, that's going to come down to you guys on the phones, 855 212 Always like to hear from you guys uh, when when we do a show here on CBS, whether it's on the weekends with me or if I'm filling in for uh, one of our starting unit. And today that is Bill Ryder. Um, yeah, he's had a phenomenal year, and he got one. Up. He got one up last night. The Yankees are down uh, by four runs, top of the ninth inning. He hits a leadoff home run, and then the Yankees load the bases and Giancarlo Stanton. It's a walk-off grand slam. Does it get any better than a walk-off grand slam? I don't think so on a night where all the attention should be about Aaron Judge getting his 60th home run. Sure enough, uh, the other behemoth in the middle of that Yankee lineup hits a walk-off homer, and they did come from behind and beat the Pirates. So, yeah, I want to give Aaron Judge his props. You tell me when I get my uh, phones open, and we'll do so in uh, segment number two at 855-212-4227. And my other baseball point that I want to get in early before we also balance it and jump into the NFL. The third wild card spot in the National League. There is one spot yet to be garnered. We know who the top four teams are going to be. The Cardinals are going to win the Central. The Dodgers, oh my gosh, they're running away and hiding in the NL West. They've already won the NL West. Uh, and they're uh, borderline a historic one-loss record type season this year. Uh, we know either the Mets or the Braves 
are going to come out of the NL East, and that could be fun all the way until the last week of the regular season. And don't kid yourself, that's a pretty big spot um, to, to be a divisional winner rather than the number one wild card. It's not a massive drop-off because the number one wild card is going to have home field advantage in that second round. Um, so it, it it's certainly something worth fighting for, but it's not something worth blowing up your entire postseason for. And it'll be very intriguing to see how both the Mets and the Braves handle that race. So that that's going to be cool. But the Dodgers are already in. The Cardinals are already in. The Padres have now moved past the Phillies into the number two wild card spot, which is you have to go on the road for all three games in the first round. So it's it's you're in, but you're you're with an uphill climb. And then that third wild card spot in the National League, you need to get in. That that's the attitude you got to get in. We get in, we take our puncher's chance. We're gonna be an underdog. Gonna have to play three games on the road, a uh, minimum of two. If you can win two in a row on the road, God uh, speed, good good on you. Uh, but it's not gonna be easy. The Milwaukee Brewers and the Philadelphia Phillies the last week looked like neither one wants any part of that spot. The Phillies lost five in a row. The Brewers blew a lead last night to the Mets after Scherzer had shut them down the day before. Whoever gets that spot is basically going to back into it. Now, the Phillies are up by two-plus games, plus they have the uh, tiebreaker in the wild-card race with the Brewers. So the Phillies just basically need to play 500 ball. But the way they played these last five games, they don't look like they're capable of playing 500 ball. They were swept by the Braves. They got beat last. Only gave up 18 runs last night. 18. How would you like to be a Phillies fan? Score 11 and get crushed by seven runs. That's not the way you want to be heading into the playoffs. The Phillies right now are in. But they don't look like a team that's uh, meriting a win. And, you know, I do shows in Philadelphia, and I've been getting on the Philly fans' case because I don't know that they've gone out and uh, packed the stadium the way they should. Phillies have a chance to make the playoffs for the first time in a decade. Haven't made the postseason in a decade, and that accomplishment is an accomplishment unto itself. It doesn't seem like the Philly fans are buying into it. Last night, they listed the crowd at 21,000. I watched the game on TV. There's no way it was 21,000 people in that house. It's their last series of the year at home. Uh, not last series, last homestand. Uh, they've got one more against Toronto. Then they got the Braves, who they were just swept by in Atlanta, coming into Philly for four. And they're not exactly flocking to Citizens Bank Park. But I kind of get it because the Phillies aren't playing. They're not playing all that well. And if they make the playoffs, they're going to get beaten two games. Yeah, probably. And they're probably not going to be able to do it. I took this stance a couple of weeks ago and said, just enjoy it for what it is. And then when you get there, oh, by the way, take your punter's chance. Well, I was basing that on what the Atlanta Braves did last year. In late August, the Braves were on the outside looking in for a playoff spot. They got red hot. They ended up winning the division. They end up winning the first round of the playoffs, second round of the playoffs, World Series parade. It all came together perfectly for the Atlanta Braves. So if you're a Phillies fan, that's the kind of dream you're dreaming. Here's the problem. The Braves did get hot. The Braves came from outside, got in, stayed hot, built momentum, and then went on and won a World Series. Phillies aren't exactly showing that with their five losses, and the Brewers are doing absolutely nothing to catch them. On a night where the Phillies lost 18-11, to 11, 
They shrunk their magic number down to 12 because Milwaukee got beat by the Mets. Mets with a rally, and uh, they don't play Timmy Trumpet when uh, Diaz comes into the game on the road, but he got the job done for the Mets in relief. So, yes, some baseball to start, and uh, once we jump over to the National Football League, three quarterbacks I want to talk about. Number one, Dak Prescott. Number two, Joe Burrow, and uh, my buddy Zach Gelb gave me uh, props for this one. Um, he said uh, Jody Mack, uh, uh, he saw someone uh, tied to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals who said the same exact thing I said with Zach on Sunday. Joe Burrow's a little too cool and a little too nervy, and he has him hanging a little bit too much for his own good. So uh, I do want to talk about Burrow. And... Yes, Jimmy G. I want to get into Jimmy G because I can't believe I've become as big a Jimmy G fan as I am. I, I try and he's another guy that you've got to keep in the proper perspective. But the perspective to Jimmy G continues to change because of his status with the team, in the league, everything else. Jimmy G is just a tough quarterback to get a handle on. And we're surely going to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks as in plural, and we're going to do uh, plenty of that with Charlie Batch, who's going to join us coming up uh, about 45 minutes from now. He'll uh, join us in our number two, former Steelers quarterback, who is now a post-game co-host on the Steelers uh, radio network. So we start with Aaron Judge. Is he getting his props for what he's having? He's I, MVP, runaway MVP, but it's even more than that. The season he's having is so good off the charts, so we're not giving him enough credit. Uh, and uh, any of you NFL fans who want to get in now that we've got week two completely in the books, we'll analyze, we'll overanalyze what we've seen in the first couple of weeks of the NFL season. Jody Mack here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm in for Bill Ryder. When Billy's here, it's righter than you. When I'm here, it's trying to be wronger less than anybody else. We'll see what we uh, could do over the next uh, two hours. Hit me up on my telephone line. You can take me where you want. 855-212-4227. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Jody Mack in for Billy R. on this Wednesday edition of Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. I'm sticking around for another hour and change. And as long as you're listening, why don't you contribute? I'm sure you don't agree with everything I put out there in the first segment. You should, because I was right on everything. Um, So maybe this is correctly called Writer Than You, even when I'm hosting. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, You tell me on my telephone lines, 855-212-4227. Last night when Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run, I had to take a second and put it in what I thought was the proper perspective. Not only is he doing something, uh, and yeah, I know he's got to get two more. You need a prediction out of me? Yes, Aaron Judge will hit two home runs over the last 10-plus games the Yankees have, and he will end the season with the most home runs in the history of the American League. And he's doing so in a year where home runs have actually scaled back. That as as a sport, they're hitting less home runs than they have the last couple of years. You don't have – you have one other player who's got 40. We've had multiple 50 guys in seasons over the last 5, 10, 15 years. Nope, this year, one. Aaron Judge is going to be the only one who's hitting 50, and he's hit 60, and I think he's going to hit at least 62. Yeah, he's going to get the MVP at the end of the year. More importantly for him, maybe not for the Yankees and or you Yankee fans out there, or even you Aaron Judge fans, oh, is he going to get paid? Oh, man, did he make the right move by turning down, which was, and I can't be hypocritical about this, because when the Yankees and Brian Cashman, who's kind of had a peak and valley year, he's done some things very well. He's also made some major mistakes. It'll all come out in the wash at the end of the year, and those who like Brian Cashman will emphasize what he got right. Those who don't will emphasize what he got wrong because uh, he's had a little bit of both. I did not think he, and he's the, the face of the franchise when it comes to dealing with the uh, media. Uh, it is, of course, the owner who's going to set the limitations of what they're going to be willing to pay any individual player like Aaron Judge, who is uh, eligible for free agency at the end of the year. The uh, offer that they made him prior to the season, and Judge said if we don't get something done before the season starts, we shut down negotiations. And to his credit, he stuck to it. I don't know how often the Yankees have, if at all, reached out to his agent or they bought in the same way he did, don't want to mess with his head while an ongoing season is taking place, but uh, he bet on himself. I thought he turned down a very fair offer. Blow him out of the water offer? No, I would not say it was that. But compared to what other players were being paid who had similar accomplishments, who are of similar age to Aaron Judge, I thought the Yankees put forth a fair offer, and he said, thank you, no. He bet on himself. Man, did he cash big time. He's going to cash. And I I said this, oh, shoot, back in the summer, uh, June, somewhere thereabouts, my prediction on where Aaron Judge will play baseball next year is 95% 
that he stays in New York. Unfortunately, Yankee fans, a percentage of that includes the possibility of Steve Cohen opening up his extra large uh, purse strings and paying Aaron Judge to move from the Bronx to Queens. That is not impossible. I would still make the Yankees the overall favorite to have Judge in their lineup come opening day 2023. But for me, second choice would be the Mets. And if that's the case, you got first choice, second choice. I'd say it's about 90% that Aaron Judge is going to sign with a New York team. And 10% everybody else. I know there are certain members of a giant fan base that want to see them make a run at Aaron Judge. I'm not sure that's going to happen. He's a SoCal, uh, a no-cal kid. Um, so uh, bringing him home, a possibility. You never discount the Dodgers from anything because kind of like Steve Cohen, they've got very deep pockets and uh, well-heeled ownership. So him going to L.A. is, I guess, at least a possibility. Where else? I, that That's it. He's either going to one of the two West Coast teams or one of the two East Coast teams. Uh, you putting the Cubs in the mix? I'm not. Uh, so Judge is going to land somewhere. But first thing first, just let's stay, again, uh, narrow focus on what he's doing this year. It's phenomenal, and he should be getting a ton of credit for it. Yeah, he's got to do it in the postseason. Yes, the Yankees are a foregone conclusion that they're going to be in the postseason. I don't think that uh, Toronto, although, man, I watched their offense last night. I told you I watched the Phillies and the Jays. The Phillies pitching was just flat-out bad, but they rake. Toronto rakes. They're going to be formidable when they make it uh, to the postseason, both they, they and the, the Tampa Rays. Uh, legit AL East dominance. Give the Mariners credit. They're going to get in. There's only going to be one team, and that was the other game that I watched after the Phillies were over and done with. Watch the uh, Indians in extra innings dispense with the White Sox. The White Sox kind of needed a sweep in this series, and they're not getting it because they've already lost game number one. So it looks very much like the Guardians are going to be in, and that's the only team coming out of that division. So uh, we know who the teams are going to, going to be in the American League. We also are pretty damn sure as to – uh, who's going to be in which positions. Maybe the wild card could move around a little bit. But you got your three divisional winners, and you know the three teams that are going to be in via the wild card. Yeah, the Yankees are going to be in, but they're not going to be the top-ranked team. That is going to be Houston, and Aaron Judge needs to carry over his outstanding regular season into the postseason. So, baseball fans, you want to get on early? I look at my screener. Nary a call. Uh, well, yeah, when I come on, I open up the phones. Hit me up at 855-212-4227. And we're going to talk plenty about quarterbacks because we got ex-Steeler quarterback Charlie Batch joining us a little over half an hour from now. He does uh, post-game radio work for the Steelers on their radio network. Yeah, we knew it coming into the season, Steeler fans, didn't we? That while Trubisky was named, I would go so far as to say he earned the day that they signed him, you knew that he was going to have a leg up for the quarterback competition. Uh, Kenny Pickett gets drafted, the first round, first quarterback taken, but not exactly where the first overall quarterback taken is usually taken in the 20s. No, no, no. Uh, number one or number two or number three. That's where quarterbacks usually go if they're uh, the first quarterback taken in the draft. Not till 20, which told you Pickett was not a given to step in and start day one. He wasn't. They left it open. I think Tomlin handled it correctly, and he handled it fairly. They made it a competition. 
and Trubisky, with a leg up, held the competition. He deserved to start game number one. Now, I've watched uh, bits and pieces of both of the Steeler games so far. He has looked like Mitch Trubisky, which is good but not great, not blowing anybody away. Steelers are one and one, and Trubisky has been very Trubisky-like. Is that good enough? How hot is the seat for Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh? Will Tomlin be willing to make a change? Uh, Is it a week-to-week thing? Is it a half-to-half thing with the quarterback in Pittsburgh? That might be the best way to look at it. Uh, And a couple other quarterbacks I do want to talk about today. Damn, I love Jerry Jones. Not from a Cowboy fan perspective, and for those of you old school people who've been fans of mine for many years, you know I was a Cowboy fan for years, years and years and years, from the time I was a little guy uh, in the, the, the first grade until well into my 30s. Yeah, I've been a Cowboy fan for 20 years because, uh, yeah, Jerry Jones just annoyed me as the owner of the Dallas Cowboys as a Cowboy fan. As a member of the media, God, I love Jerry Jones. He is just so much. He is so available and so willing to be quoted and can open mouth and insert foot with the best of them. I did see yesterday that Jerry hinted at Dak Prescott being able to play this week, this week. And then he said, well, no, no, I I don't mean he's ready for week three. I mean, he could be back in three weeks on the rehab, which means Week four, and that's when he's really believing that uh, that could be back. Not this week against the Giants, but next week against the Commanders is a possibility, at least according to Jerry Jones. The, the surgery that he had, and I'm no doctor. I know I have to play one here on the radio from time to time, but there are a lot of people out there who know more than me and report on these things. And usual, the type of surgery that Dak had should take you out for six to eight weeks. Six to eight. And they're saying that he could be back in three weeks. Now, maybe it was a lesser surgery than necessary. Dak is a pretty good healer. I don't know. But Jerry puts unnecessary pressure on his quarterback. Are they going to bring him back too early? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk quarterbacks. Dak is just one of them. Yeah, I do want to talk about Jimmy G and Joe Burrow as well. Steeler fans, you can get in if you want to give me a question that I can ask to Charlie Batch when we get him up here. Feel free to get on my telephone lines right now. 855-212-4227. Jody Mackin for Bill Ryder. I'm hanging with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Let me give you the latest CBS Sports update. Here's our guy, Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Jody Mack in for Billy R. today here on CBS Sports Radio. Love to hear from you. Got the phones open. I know Billy doesn't take a lot of calls, but I like to. I do on the weekend, so I will today if you guys are up for it. 855-212-4227. I gave you a bunch of topics. And believe it or not, before this segment is over, I'm going to throw in an NBA point slash question for you and a boxing point slash question for you, which uh, I I don't get enough to on the weekend. So we might as well do it today because there are two things that have grabbed my attention in those two sports over the last uh, 24 hours. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with your free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of that troublesome light for free. They'll do it for you. There are some restrictions that apply, but you should go in and take advantage. If you got that check oil light on, get in the zone, auto zone. All right, let's look under the hood. Uh, do a check engine light on the NFL two games in. We, uh, we got two old games out of a 17-game season in, but of course, we all want to react and you know, oftentimes that turns to overreaction, but uh, we do it anyway because A, it's fun, and B, with sports fans, that's what we do. Um, If we take the Buffalo Bills and put them aside, and when I say put them aside, I don't mean push them off to the side. I mean put them up on the pedestal that they deserve to be on. Because through two weeks in the National Football League season, uh, power rankings, uh, favoritism in betting for the eventual championship of the National Football League at the end of the year, that trophy they hand out, uh, yeah, Buffalo has blown away the competition, at least my opinion, on uh, who has been the best-looking team for the first two weeks of the season, to go into the champion's house and crush them in the second half of the opening game of the season, and then to do what they did on Monday night to the Titan. And, and I was not a big Tennessee backer. I, before the season started, predicted that Tennessee would not make the playoffs. So the fact that they've gotten out 0-2 doesn't shock me. The fact that they were so manhandled by the Bills the other night, I guess it really shouldn't have shocked me because, as I'm saying, Buffalo is that good, but they put up no resistance whatsoever. So if we admit ahead of time that the Buffalo Bills have been the most impressive team in the first two weeks of the season, uh, let me get Tommy D involved here and see what his opinion is. Who, in your opinion, TD, through two weeks, is the second-best team in the AFC, which may just make them the second-best team overall, and who has been the most impressive team in the NFC for you through the first two weeks of the season? I think AFC, it's not even close. It's Kansas City. It's Buffalo and Kansas City. Those are the two top dogs right now. Those are the teams I want to see play each other in Week 6. That's going to be Buffalo's real test. I don't care how much they pound other teams between now and then. It's all about week six. And in the NFC, Jody, it's so wide open, I think, right now. I think it's I I think it could be a number of teams. Do you see a clear cut favorite in the NFC? Clear cut? No, I wouldn't go there. But I think the two teams, and this is as simplistic as it gets, 
and it should be. That's the way I think you should look at it. The bottom line is record, right? There are two undefeated teams. Well, there are three undefeated teams, and I, I, I know you're a New Yorker. Are you a, a big blue guy? Uh, I am actually a Jets fan. I am not Jets a fan. Giants okay. guy. All right. I should have known that. Shame on me. Um, I know the Giants are 2-0, and but come on. Let's get real. Uh, they've beaten a couple of mediocre to bad teams and uh, did so both weeks by the skin of their teeth. So I'm not putting them in the same category as the other two 2-0 and teams. And that are, that is, uh, or they are, the Buccaneers and the Eagles. If you look at both teams' sides of the ball, the Eagles' offense, the Eagles' defense, the Bucks' offense, the Bucks' defense, the number one grouping of those two teams, for me, the first two weeks, has been the Bucks' defense. And I watch a lot of that Tampa Bay-New um, Orleans game on Sunday, and they just completely took New Orleans out of their offensive game. They made Jameis look like Jameis from 2019, throwing interceptions all over the place. The The Bucks defense was that good. Now, they take a bit of a hit. A hit. Akeem Nick's going to miss Hicks miss at least a month. Uh, key uh, defensive line, middle of the defensive line, D-tackle addition for them this offseason. No more uh, Dom Sue, so they figured they just plug Hicks in, and Hicks is one of the best at being that run stopper, take up space in the middle of the defensive line guy still, uh, even though he's been doing it for years at his advanced age, but injury going to keep him out at least a month. But I would say the Bucks defense is the best of those units. But the Bucks offense has done next to nothing. I know TB12 is the GOAT, but... Uh, they they haven't impressed me, and they've got issues at wide receiver. Godwin can't play. Evans is facing a suspension. He appealed, so he might not uh, face it this week. I'll give Brady credit because he has been able to do this at a couple of different stops, uh, and with one particular individual, that would be Antonio Brown. If Tom Brady says it's okay, despite the fact that the rest of the league says it's not, it's okay because Tom Brady says so. And he did it with Antonio Brown and brought him in. Sure enough, he helped him win a Super Bowl. And just uh, earlier this week, yesterday or the day before, uh, Cole Beasley, who's been out since he was released by Buffalo, one of the more productive slot receivers in the National Football League, had not signed with anybody. And I know don't know all the details of Beasley and what he was asking for and what he thought his worth was on the open market. Um, he's not going to get paid a King's ransom joining Tampa, but he's a nice little addition. And I do believe his stance against getting vaccinated worked against him, at least in part. I, I don't know. I'm not, uh, in the general manager's offices all across the national football league, but I couldn't believe that Cole Beasley wasn't signed this whole off season leading into week number three in the NFL. Boom. Of course, where's he going to go? Tom Brady says, we'll take him on. So he ends up down in Tampa and he may help them, but their offense has been, uh, marginal at best the first couple of weeks of the season. The most balanced team in the national football league has been the Philadelphia Eagles. Their offense has been good two weeks running, and their defense was bad week number one, but was dominant the other night. They just shut down the Minnesota Viking offense with star skill position players like Dalvin Cook, like Justin Jefferson. So I tell you, I think the Eagles are the top team in the NFC. The, the, the Bucks and the Eagles have separated themselves from everybody else. And you look at both of those two, I think it's pretty damn close. But I would take the Eagles over the Buccaneers. How about you? I think for me, I'm with you. I'm with you through what we've seen through two weeks. I will say this. 
I know they played the Bears on Sunday night. I know it's the Chicago Bears, but I'm not going to count out Aaron Rodgers either. That's fair. Uh, the Vikings did good. And see, but here's, I don't know about the Vikings. How the Vikings shut Rodgers down week number one? Here's my knock against Aaron Rodgers. He's one of my favorite players, not only in the National Football League today, but of all time. If I've said this once on the air, I've said it 200 times over the years. He has got the best skill set to play the quarterback position in the National Football League of any quarterbacks who ever played the game, including that Brady guy who I've already acknowledged is the GOAT because there's more to playing quarterback in the NFL than just having the skill set to play it. Brady is just a flat-out winner. He lifts teams. He he, he checks some other boxes that Aaron Rodgers does not. But if you're talking about the boxes of the skill set to play the game, Aaron Rodgers checks more than any other quarterback. So I, I give him his props, but he couldn't do anything against that Viking defense. And I watched Jalen Hurts just move the ball up and down the field against that Viking D and Ed Donatel not making any adjustments in the first half as the Eagles put up over 300 yards in the first half. I, don't, I, I just don't know about the Viking defense yet. So we'll see about Rodgers. I'm with you. Green Bay, you never count up just because of Rodgers himself. Here's where I got the problem with you, D-Cell. Oh, there's a big game in the National Football League this week. You jettisoned ahead to week number six. Buffalo against Kansas City. The Bills have to go down to South Beach this week and take on the Miami Dolphins. And I I don't know if you're a hater, but I certainly can infer because of your comments that you're still a doubter. You did watch what Tua Tungavaloa did this week against that Raven defense, right? Six touchdowns. I saw it, Jody. I'm not a hater. I'm taking Tua for what he is. There's going to be big, big progress this year under rookie head coach Mike McDaniel. I loved what I saw. They're not in that class yet. And if it, oh, when they beat Buffalo this week, then what are you going to say? Then yeah, then then I'll have to change my tune. But even if even if they're competitive against Buffalo, that is going to be a win in itself. They're not they're not ready to make that step yet. Now uh, I I mentioned this on my weekend show here on CBS. So this is. It's not even going to be a humble brag. It's just a flat-out brag. And it may eventually account for nothing, but I'm on record here on CBS Sports Radio and my other broadcast outlets. The two teams that I picked to go to the Super Bowl before the year started were the Philadelphia Eagles and the Miami Dolphins. And not only did I pick them on the air, but I also wagered on them. And uh, the bet that I put in was... Week two of the pre, week three of the preseason, Eagles and the uh, Dolphins played each other uh, in a preseason game. They had the joint practice thing, and the, they're supposed to joint jointly practice uh, two days leading up to the exhibition game. The second of the two got canceled because the Dolphins had the flu bug run through the team. So they did it one day, and then the next, everybody got sick, so they canceled the second one, and then they played the preseason game. The Dolphins just flat-out dominated the Eagles both days. In the joint practice, which the Eagles had liked to humble brag themselves, that they were 6-0 and at the time. Uh, going from last season under Nick Sirianni's tutelage, they won all four of their joint practices versus the Jets. And who the hell else? Did? Now i got to remember the other team. Uh, oh, the Patriots. They beat the Patriots two straight days in joint practices. And this year, their first joint practice was against the Browns. And they certainly won one of the two days. The other one, guys who I know and trust, Eagle beat writers, said 
it, it was basically a push. But if you say you can't have a push, you got to pick one side or the other. They took the Eagles. So the Eagles were six and all going into that joint practice. And Tyreek Hill just lit him up, and it was an ugly practice from an Eagle perspective. And then in the preseason game, the Eagles didn't play any of their starters. The Dolphins did, and the Dolphins just flat out ran it up on him. So that gave me enough confidence to take a shot with the uh, uh, Dolphins, who were at the time 40-1 to to win the Super Bowl. The Eagles were 25. The Dolphins have gone from 40 down to 20. The Eagles have gone from 25 down to 13. The bet that I made was, and I bet both ends. You couldn't pick um, who's going to win the Super Bowl over what other team. You got to get the two teams right, and then you got to pick the winner. So I have the Dolphins beating the Eagles and the Eagles beating the Dolphins. Both pay off at 500 to 1. If those are the two teams in the Super Bowl, and I'm going to cash either way because I bet them both, uh, 500 to 1. I checked yesterday. What do you think it's down to? If that was two weeks before the season started, after week three of the preseason, and then they had that week where they did nothing in the NFL, nice to get a bye week before the season gets underway. Um, what do you think it's come down to if it was 501-1 to one Eagles versus the Dolphins in uh, the end of August? What do you think it is as of today? 250. 160. Wow. Yeah, that's how much credence is being given to the Dolphins and the Eagles. So I got it at 500 to 1. Doesn't matter either way if those two teams make it, I'm cashing big time. Um, so, uh, and I'll make a decision then if I want to try and hedge my bet and pick a side and go one way or the other. But that's a pretty significant move. If you got 500 to 1 two weeks before the season started, now two weeks into the season, it's come down to 161. Yeah, the people are properly giving the Eagles and the Dolphins their uh, credit for what they've done in the first couple of weeks. And, yeah, I feel good about the, the Dolphins because, yeah, I've, I've been a Tua fan since he came off the bench to win the national championship and hit the big uh, – it's funny because he hit the big pass to Devontae Smith, who I will believe will be on the other sideline – on Super Sunday this year with his other former teammate, Jalen Hurts. How good is that going to make Nick Nick Saban look? Wrong Nick S, not Nick Sirianni. He'll look good, too, getting his Eagles to the Super Bowl. But if Saban's two quarterbacks end up playing in the Super Bowl just a couple of years after they get out of Tuscaloosa, that'd be pretty damn impressive if you ask me. So uh, NFL fans, you want to get on board, hit me up, uh, 855-212-212. 4227. Yes, the Eagles have looked that good in their first two games. They got a little bit of a tester this week. They have to go down to the nation's capital and take on Carson Wentz, who, oh, by the way, you might not have noticed this. Carson Wentz is the number one passer yards wise in the national, uh, in the NFC so far. Number one in the NFL, that would be the aforementioned Tua Tunga Valoa. Uh, the number one in the NFC is Carson Wentz. And number two in the NFC is Jalen Hurts. So that's a game that should see the ball flying down in the nation's capital, Commanders against the Eagles. And the Dolphins-Bills game is the number one game of this upcoming week. All right, uh, we're going to focus in on the Pittsburgh Steelers next. Charlie Batch, former Steeler quarterback, now analyst on their radio network, joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack in for Billy R. Stick around. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.